and welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Markets, your favorite dairy podcast, which is just a nice, easy recap of what happened in dairy markets this past week and what's on tap into the days ahead. Here in the U.S., we dropped down to some notable lows on the CME spot market. Nonfat dry milk, cheddar cheese barrels, butter, and dryway fell to lows not seen since either 2021 or 2020. This is quite the meltdown. Where should we start, Eric? It's been pretty nasty, Alyssa. One of the more bearish weeks that we felt on record for quite some time. And that's going to be interesting heading into a big conference this weekend in Florida. Looking at the dryway first, we matched a low price, which was 32 and a half cents a pound here on Friday to be the lowest since August 25th of 2020. And then on cheese, barrels got down to $1.58 today. That's the lowest price since November 29th, 2021. And let's not forget about blocks. They have fallen quickly. We started off the year almost pricing at $2.20 a pound. Here on Friday, the 20th's close, we settled at $1.8350 a pound. And that was the lowest price since last September. And what about class four products? I know global influence on nonfat dry milk is certainly not helping, but domestically, we are also running into some uh, utilization obstacles too. Yeah, those spot markets are under assault as well. Uh, nonfat dry milk settled on Friday here at $1.1750, which matched a low that we haven't seen since the end of March of 2021. Uh, so bearish there as well. And then on the butter side, we held steady today, but we're down quite a bit from where we ended the year at. We settled at two thirty-two and a quarter a pound, and that's the lowest price since late December of 2021. Now, the USDA released its November supply and utilization report, which many of us that have been in the industry a long time refer to that as the commercial disappearance report. But we are seeing some sustained weakness that's coming through on both butter and nonfat dry milk slash skim milk powder. On the butter side in November, the total utilization was down 6.1%. That was led by domestic demand being down 11.3% across all channels. Exports were still really strong on butter, although if you read some of our research, we question at least some of the data because of the unit values being so low, but we did know that butter exports were still strong. Um, but as we head into the end of the year with those inventory levels on cold storage being so high, that's translating into a utilization or disappearance level um, that is coming off quite a bit. Now in nonfat dry milk, November total utilization was down nearly 11%. When we look specifically at the domestic side, uh, domestic usage was calculated down a, a 33% in November versus 2021. Year to date on that domestic side, we're down almost 21%. So certainly a reason for why we're coming off those highs. And there's definitely an aura of bearishness around the world as prices come down very quickly here in the most recent weeks. Yeah, pretty ugly. And next week will be interesting because while you'll be visiting with customers and industry folks at IDFA's Dairy Forum, we also get our U.S. milk production figures and a cold storage update for the month of December. Any thoughts on milk production expectations? 
Sure. So we've been somewhat surprised that milk production hasn't been as strong as where we would have expected uh, in uh, the third quarter into early Q4. Now that we're getting into December, our comps are even a little bit lower. So our expectation for December milk production is somewhere in the uh, 1.5 to 1.6% growth. However, in our forecast report this week that was released on Tuesday, we had some pretty big figures noted there. So be sure to check out our forecast report to get where we think production numbers are going to be for January and into Q1. Perfect. Thanks, Eric. And looking outside of the U.S., we actually kicked off this week with a lackluster global dairy trade event. North Asia's market share fell back below 50% with volumes under prior year levels following two strong events for the region. The reduction in volume was most notable on whole milk powder, and that's a trend that we've seen for about seven straight GDT events now. While this auction offered some stability to global markets, there's still, like you said, an underlying bearish tone, especially from buyers as product availability is set to rise seasonally. Alyssa, what's the latest on New Zealand milk production? You know, interestingly enough, when you look at the soil deficit maps in the country, the North Island looks almost the exact opposite of what last season was. So last year, the North Island was too dry, and this year we're dealing with more and more excess moisture. On the positive side, a lot of farmers report optimism around milk production because they don't have to utilize supplemental feed due to some favorable grass conditions which is pretty rare this time of year. We could see a pretty strong push in milk production into the end of the season here, but the region does need some sunshine and drier days into the weeks ahead. We've seen some pretty bearish figures from Europe too into the delayed November figures, right? Yeah, we're just waiting on Spain here before fully knowing what milk production looks like during that month, but it looks like we've reached about 2% growth over prior year, which those are pretty impressive numbers that likely continued into December due to strong milk checks and unseasonably warm winter over there. Eurostat also reported November trade flows for Europe, and They were pretty negative overall. Whole milk powder exports fell to record lows. Cheese shipments were dragged lower by reduced shipments to Ukraine, Egypt, and China. Skim milk powder actually turned positive, but it was against a pretty bad prior year. That skim milk powder growth was most notable to the Middle East, North Africa region. What else do we have next week, Eric? China's December trade data was just released, so we'll be getting that report out on Monday. We have a GDT Pulse event on Tuesday, and Wednesday, as you mentioned, we are hit with both U.S. milk production and cold storage figures for December. And of course, we'll be digging into Fonterra's global dairy trade offer volumes on Thursday. A lot to look forward to, and of course, I am super excited to get out of cold and dreary Chicago to see the industry at the IDFA Annual Dairy Forum next week in Florida. Have a great weekend, everyone. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Thank you.